Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to check us out live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Oh, yeah. It is the I Couple. I'm Chris Broussard alongside my partner. Kid Dynamite. That's right. We are coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio studios on a worship Wednesday. And we have got three great hours for you. Not two. That's right. It's going to be a lot of fun, a lot of uh, good, serious discussion, but as always, humor thrown in as well. And uh, you want to keep it locked right here on Fox Sports Radio, the iHeartRadio app, or Sirius XM Channel 83 for the next three hours. You won't be sorry. And we we actually going to have extra time for callers to weigh in. On what has become the biggest story Ugh. in sports, and Rob pushed Tom Brady to the was, to the back burner. Chris, I, I was mean, just like, about to say it. Like, and that tells you how big it is that the retirement of the most accomplished player, yep, not just in baseball and in, in football, but really at, at this point in time in any major sport, right? Accomplished, um, no doubt. Yeah, no doubt. And, and it's pushed his retirement to the. Back burners, Rob said. So that's how big this is. So we're going to give you chances more than usual in the second hour in particular to weigh in on the Brian Flores lawsuit against the NFL where he is alleging racism in their hiring practices in the front office and the coaching. And Chris Broussard, let me say this to you. Are you wearing a Washington Commander's uh, hoodie. What is <laughs> wow. that? I see, the, I see the colors, like the color. That's no. the, what is that? No. You got it, it, This is a, a friend of mine started an apparel company. Jump and shot. It's called Jump Shot. And I gotta be honest, Rob. His sweatsuit gear is nice. Is it really? Like, I see the yeah. colors on it. It's pretty. It's nice. very comfortable, and it's warm. It's great for the winter because yeah, thick I see. And warm. I, I see you bundled up the hoodie in the in the house yeah. and everything. Nah, and it's. Nice cut. It is nicely cut. Like, very good. I'm going to post something on Instagram about it uh, in the next few days. But yeah, yeah I see. Go it. to Jump Shot. I think it's jumpshot.org uh, or something. Jumpshotgear.org. But, but, you're, yeah, but the colors yeah, no, are the colors of the, of the, the, the Washington Commanders. Commanders. I, look, I, 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 you said I don't you like mind it? the nickname. Yeah, it's okay. cool. I mean, there's so many whack nicknames that we're just used to. Right. You know what I mean? That we don't even think about it that. If this had been their nickname all along, nobody'd be saying, "Gosh, that's a terrible name." We, you know, we'd be used to it. So it's just something. I, yeah, I, I don't still, mind. It, it still what feels about a little weird. It doesn't blow me away. You know right. what I mean? It's like, oh my gosh, that is awesome. Like they but, nailed you know, it, right. right? Right. It's fine. What you? What do you think? Yeah, same thing. I'm not blown away by it. I mean, are they going to be calling them the commies at some point? I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. But 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 I will say, uh, Chris, along, and let's get ready to start the show. But um, today we were back in the studio at USC. Actually, we do a weekly TV sports TV show right. called Sports Scene. So it was great to be back in. The kids are just happy to be 
you know, it's been a, it's been a rough year and a half, so we, we back at it. So all good. I'm ready to go. We got so much to talk about. Let's go. We got super producer Rob G in full effect. We got DJ Alex Tyshirt, a.k.a. Alex the Vegan on the ones and the twos. And on the updates, we, we let's put a round of applause together for Steve DeSager. And Steve has just been promoted to full-time as Is that the right? How come I don't here, know that? Wow. He'll be here three days a week on the Odd Couple. And those are, and you know this, Rob, we say it all the time, but those of you who listen to the show regularly, you know Steve is a straight-up pro. And he deserves He's a pro's this, pro. and we're happy for him because it's been a long time coming. And so we we salute our man, Steve, to say Steve, that is awesome well news. Yes. Can absolutely. I borrow 50? <laughs> he would right, just Rob, bet let, it. You know, Chris, he I would, would just bet it. You know I would bet right, it. Yeah. <laughs> You'd lose it. You'd lose it in, in, in a few segments when Shekel City starts. So, That's right. Hey, <laughs> Steve, for real, mazel tov. Absolutely. Thank right. you. Well, Thank you well deserved, brother. No Thank doubt you. about it. All right, let's get right into this, Rob. And it, the story of the day, we said it. Uh, Brian Flores' lawsuit against the NFL alleging racism, which nobody denies. Except and for Jerry the NFL Jones, two hours Jerry after, after the out. lawsuit came out. Yeah, I mean, what, I, 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 they're going to have to backtrack. How embarrassing is that, Chris? Yeah, like, like they didn't even say, like, we're going to investigate. Right. You know, these are very serious uh, allegations against our teams and our league. We'll investigate. They just said it was without merit. Two hours it, after the lawsuit, yeah, they just on. dismissed it. Without merit? Come well, they're on. They're not going to be able to dismiss it. And even if you will see, obviously, in the court of law, you got to prove things. You need a lot of evidence. But whether that, you know, no matter what comes of it in court, Rob, this has brought major attention. And it was people knew. We all know. It's obvious. It's the elephant in the room. And I don't even know if that's accurate because it's right in front of our face. Right. One black coach out of 32. And this just brings it more to the forefront, Rob, and it's brought it to mainstream, like, non-football America. You know, what was he on today, Rob G? He was on CBS. CBS this morning, right? CBS this morning talking about it. He was also on ESPN. So we got some sound. Brian Flores making the media rounds, but here he is. It was a range of emotions. Humiliation, uh, disbelief, um, anger. Now, I've worked so hard to get to, to where I am from a, uh, in football to become a head coach. Put 18 years in, in this league, and it was uh, to go on at what was going to be a what, what felt like or what was a sham interview. I was uh, I was hurt. The Rooney Rule is in, intended to give minorities an opportunity to sit down in front of uh, ownership, but I think what it's turned into is an instance where guys are just checking the box, and that's been the case. I've been on some interviews in the past that. Um, where that's I've had that feeling. There's you know, always no way to, to to know for sure, but but you know. Let me say this, Rob. Uh, my believe it or not, my mother-in-law, who uh, worked in, she was like a superintendent or a supervisor in the school system in New York. Right. She actually was a supervisor at the school that Brian Flores attended in Brooklyn. I think mm-hmm. she's at PS three thirty two. I think it was. Okay. I may mix up the numbers, but it was something like PS three thirty two. When he was in junior high, 6th, 7th, and 8th grade. And she just could not, and she's not a sports fan at all. She obviously heard about the lawsuit, but she doesn't follow sports. She said he was 
even at that time, he was a great young man. She said he was smart. We obviously know he was smart. He went to Boston College. But he was intelligent. He was smart. Right. Uh, he was respected by everybody. You know, he could hang. Everybody respected him. He was cool. Obviously, he was a good athlete. But he also was like a leader and, and ethical. And, you know, his parents kept him in line. And he, he and his brother, she said, were doing the right thing. And right. Um, so she, she, she really spoke highly. She's not surprised that, no. he would, that he would sacrifice himself. Right. For the for the better good of society, and that's she said he had that in his character even at right. that age. And everybody's so, not willing to do that. That's why a lot of things get stay the same, and we all complain about it. But I, what have I said a million times, Chris? The only thing worse than the bad people doing bad things are when good people don't say anything or right, turn their heads right. and allow bad people to do bad things. And the good people have to stand up and say this isn't right. I, I'm thoroughly like, yes, we've talked about this forever. Bravo, uh, you know, for for Brian Flores to, to be man enough, Chris, to take on this uh, enormous battle that's going to ensue with the NFL and its lawyers and them trying to cover up stuff and, and you know, and, and write a check and tell them to go away. So well, he never coached football. taking that. No. And, you know what and I mean? You can see these are this, this is, far. Yeah. Right. This is a guy – who realizes that I just can't sit silent anymore. And and you applaud him. And and you just brought up what, Jerry Jones? What did Jerry say? Jerry admitted, I don't know the exact quote, maybe Rob G has it, but he, he admitted there's a problem. There, there's no doubt. You can't help but admit that there's a freaking problem. Right. And, and, One, and that's what you that's said, why, we that's talked about earlier, Rob. Major League Baseball has more black. 8% black players. 8%. And they have more black managers at this moment than the NFL. Right. They got Just at least period. two. We were trying to think of them off right. the top they of our head. They got two. And, they and probably then, got Chris, more they, than two. And, and then there's a couple other Hispanic managers right. as well. So minority right. managers are way more. And, and you don't have the same numbers. That's the thing that's, that's bad about yeah, it. And no one's saying as, that as well. 75% of the coaches have to be black. That's not the argument. No, no. It's about... Equal opportunity when those guys are done playing. Where's their opportunity and their chance? That's right. all. We're good enough to play, but we can't put a, put together a team, Chris, or uh, coach a team? Why? There's no other reason other than racism. Period. There, there's and no and I reason. heard somebody say, you know, I don't know that this is racism or what. It's racism. I got Jerry Jones' quote. I I don't think the owners have had a meeting and said, we don't want a lot of black coaches in the league or we're not going to hire black coaches. I don't think that. And I don't think any of the owners, or most of them for sure, don't have a problem personally with a black person. Like, you know, I'm sure they befriend the players and all that. They write million but dollar checks racism, to these guys. Yes. <laughs> racism is about power. Yes. And access. And you are limiting the power and the access of African Americans. That's what this is about and you're doing it because of their race. Whether it, it's in your front of your mind or the back, it's there. And so this is racism. And one thing, Rob, we talked about it yesterday. What what upsets African Americans is this moving the goalpost. Right. Right? 
A few years ago, it was, well, you got to be a coordinator. So you Offensive had you, coordinator. Yeah, you got some, well, first coordinator. You got some defensive coordinators who are black. 11, actually, right now, which is a good number. And but then it was like, oh yeah, remember a few years ago, Rob? It was like, oh, but offense, it's an offensive league now. So you gotta know how to call plays. Right. You gotta, you gotta be an offense. And then we just don't have a lot of offensive corner. Then we get Eric B enemy and Byron Leftwich, and they well, can't they're not get really job. calling the plays. Are they are they didn't they got the position, right. but then are they really calling the play? Like and like now, now all of a sudden Rob, now that there's no now Zach Taylor didn't call plays. Now that there's no like, next step you have to get to that you can say, yeah, once you get here, right? There's no next step. Now it's just like, you know what? We just don't want to hire y'all because we'll go to high school. In Houston, we're looking at this high school quarterback's coach, Josh McCown. We just don't want to hire y'all. Or, or you know what? The guy that cheated a few years ago in right, Denver. We'll give him another job. Uh, An 11-17 record. Belichick. Yeah, okay. Belichick's assistants haven't done very well. But we just don't want to hire y'all. All right. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, we going to college. You know, we going to college. Cliff Kings. I know he had a 35-40 and 40 record at Texas Tech. Yep. You know, and not but he had a, a cup of coffee. Not even good but football. They ain't even but playing had- good teams. But he had a cup what? of coffee with uh, Sean McVay. Remember, that was got right. him his job. So let me, we'll let me give you this two things. We just don't want y'all. They're not saying it, obviously, to the face. But that's what this is. And here it is, Chris. Zach Taylor didn't call plays with the Rams. He's coaching the Bengals. Nathaniel uh, Hackett, who they just uh, got, didn't call plays in Green Bay. Now he's the Broncos coach. Yep. So that's not true. And here's Jerry Jones's quote. He was at the Senior Bowl. Quote, I can see it's an area one of many that we can do better. The area has some um, good attention. Uh, this is obvious if you look through that uh, the league and the coaches are trying to improve there. I mean, so he's admitting it It ain't over the top. Like, he ain't going to say we're racist and, and we're doing this. But it is obvious, and I think you're right. There's no other way of of really – pussyfooting around it. I, I, right. I just, because you can't make the, like there are no guys there. Well, there's no, no. Eric bieniemy has been sitting there for three years waiting for his job. Chris, three years. Rob, exactly. And that every offensive coordinator, I'm exaggerating, but when you're an offensive coordinator for a successful team, you typically, and a defensive coordinator as well, for that matter, you typically get a, a new, look at, look at Buffalo. Everybody wanted Dayball, right? Because they were successful. All right, your turn to weigh in. We're going to be talking about this all day. 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. Why has the NFL been so slow to promote the hiring of black people in positions of power? Your turn to weigh in with Chris and Rob, the odd couple. Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or 
wherever you get your podcasts. All right, it's the Odd Couple, Chris and Rob on a Worship Wednesday, live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. And if you're dealing with a dead battery, one place to go is called AutoZone. It's America's number one battery destination. They got things like free battery services, free battery testing, free battery charging. So next time you're having battery trouble, go to AutoZone, your battery solution, and the number one battery destination in America. 877-996-6369. Your turn to weigh in with the odd couple. Brian Flores, why has the NFL been so slow to hire African-Americans in positions of power, front office, coaching, things like that? Let's start with uh, Seth in Chicago. You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Seth? Hey, guys. How you doing? Love you, Seth. How are you? you guys every night. Thank Thank you, buddy. But I respectfully disagree in regards to it being racism. I think there's a lot of variables that it could be, uh, but without, like, really hard, hard evidence. I'm not saying it's not out there, but without, like, something on paper or something said or recorded – and I would just make the statement or just a question or a thought. Like, if Mike Tomlin or Coach Tomlin was on, out there and available, I don't think there would be a team that, that's looking for a coach that wouldn't pick him up. And with only 32 positions, well, 32 wait a coaches. What? Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, well just with the, 30, the 32 teams or positions, there's just not a lot of positions. And I think everybody should deserve equal opportunity, but the outcomes – can always they, they never but here's the problem the here's the problem when you're hiring guys that are less qualified yes and passing over guys that are more qualified and the, and one thing that happens in those situations a common denominator is the white guys are getting hired with and, a little bit of experience and, and the and, black guys are getting passed over with a lot of experience and, and chris Seth's point which is the one that a lot of white people and i don't know seth if you're white or not i'm just you stand on you don't have any is it in paper is it proof do you have Chris people are convicted of murder all the time they don't have the murder weapon or the body right okay right don't tell me you have to have the owner on tape saying I ain't hiring (laughs) that n-word in order for you to buy in that there's something going on do not that is not true and this is systemic that's what this is you know why there are no black owners in the NFL for the most part, Rob? There's only a handful of uh, – uh, there's not very many African-Americans that can afford to, right, to, to have, buy right. an NFL team. To have why, that though? Why? That's historical racism because generational wealth has been almost impossible for most blacks to obtain in this country. And Chris, let's, there, can, can we say this too? There's a reason all the owners are white for the most part, and it has to do with the history of this country. And, and I'm going to say this quickly, Rob. Go ahead. I am not a diversity just for diversity's sake guy. I mean, I do think there's a value in diversity, you know. But if whites had just worked harder, been smarter, you know, prioritize things better than African-Americans and they had just earned this and done everything fair and square, then fine. You know what? We got to do better as blacks. But that's not the case. And, and I, This I want wealth, se- this was built on slavery and, and, Chris, and Jim Crow. 
and discriminating against African Americans. It was. I'm not and, saying and, whites and, and don't I, work hard and and don't have challenges too. I'm just saying don't neglect the history of this country. It wasn't done on the up and up. And, and Seth, you need to go look up a story that the Philadelphia Inquirer did, Chris, on Mellon Bank. And, and you want to talk about a paper trail? Black people with good credit were turned down for mortgages, Chris. It was, a, it was an unbelievable paper trail. White people with bad credit got mortgages way more than black people yep. with good credit. Right. Don't, it, it, that's what Chris is talking about. Building wealth. Oh, home ownership if you're denied a mortgage. Yep, which has that, happened that, during redlining. Exactly. So, all right, let's get to Jerome and, and Charles. Let's squeeze them in real quick. We're not getting dog-sicked on this and stuff, but it's it's still yeah. there. Uh, Jerome and Charleston, you're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. I just wanted to say that prejudice uh, and bigotry is what drove me out of the military. I was in for like nine years, and it got so bad on me that I just had to leave and come back home. Prejudice got me thrown out of my mom's hospital room a couple of years ago. My mom was very sick, and uh, I took her. I had to take her and put her in the hospital. And I walked in. I was sitting there, and she was mad at me. And the guy walked in, and just like that, he said, "You're gone." I said, "Man, I'm 65 years old. I've never been thrown out of anywhere before. Right. I got thrown out of her hospital room, man. And as I was leaving, I told the guy, and you know, he didn't look like me, okay?" I told him, I said, the only reason you're throwing me out of here because you're black. And all he could say was, well, I got black in my family. I said, yeah, right. And that was that. And the next thing I know, I was being investigated for elderly abuse. My, look, my mom passed away in July. I worshiped the ground my mom walked on. Okay, I'm getting choked up talking about her. I miss her every day, man. So... I, look, I love my mom. I would never do anything to hurt her. She was 95 years old. I've been taking care of my mom for 38 years. That's why mm. I went, other reason why I got out of the military. I love, I miss her every day. And for them to throw me out of that room like that, man, I we just can't you, forget. No, yeah, we, no, we no doubt. You, no you doubt. can hear it a lot of voice. stuff, and you can hear the pain in his voice, yep. Chris. Hey, hey, we got Celebrity Corner uh, coming up. We're going to take a, a light turn here, but first. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, my God. Time now for the Odd Couple Celebrity Corner. All right, our next guest is a friend of the show, an actor, a comedian, a Cincinnati native. So you know he's a Bengals fan. And now he has a new stand-up special on Showtime. It's out right now called Black Famous. Uh, we welcome in Gary Owen. Gary, what's Gary, up, what man? what up? Why you hit that black so hard? <laughs> well, well, hey, because of where we are in the NFL. Right. I want you to explain. You're you're white, but you got this show called Black Famous. Tell us about it and how you came up with the name and why. Well, I, I it's well, in my line of work, you don't choose your audience, they choose you. And it just so happened that my first break on TV was on BET and then for some reason like all the movies I've done pretty much have black lead actors. And so it's just like when I go to the mall or I go out or anywhere I go, it's like all the black people stop me 
And it's like all the white people kind of look like, who's he play for? Right. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I hear that. Well, so, let's yes. quickly, let, let, we're going to get into the Bengals. And this is kind of serious, but what what are your thoughts on, you know, you saw, I'm sure you followed uh, the Brian Flores lawsuit against the league. What, what are your thoughts about this whole situation? I, I'll be honest with you. I always thought it was an odd rule, the Rooney rule, just because yep. I thought this would happen eventually. I thought there'd be teams that knew who they wanted, but they almost felt obligated to bring in a, um, a black coaching candidate that they knew wasn't going to get the job. So to me, this isn't like shocking. What's shocking is the bribery charges. I never thought I would, that would come to light or that, that would happen. I never thought somebody would offer a coach um, a, like, was $100,000 a loss? Right. That, yeah, that's the shocking news to me. No, no doubt. Else. We're going to talk about that later on in the show because – that that is shocking. That uh, you know, and that, that's it messes with too. the integrity of the right. sport, and that's what you can't have. Once you do that, you have pro wrestling basically. So you can't do that. Right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Let Let me ask you about your Bengals and what a comeback against uh, Kansas City when they were down twenty one three and twenty one ten at the half. Uh, were you? How were you feeling? You couldn't have felt like they were going to come back again against Kansas City, did you? I've seen it too many times with this guy, Joe Burrow, and they always make adjustments. In the past, the, the, the Marvin Lewis years in the past, I always felt like the, my biggest complaint was I felt like we didn't make adjustments. And then with this whole year, I'm like, oh, we always come back. I mean, you want to say, yeah, we lost to the Bears, but we came back and scored two touchdowns in the last, like, three minutes against them and almost pulled it out. And it's like we we always seen – to do this the whole year, even the games we lost. So 21 to 10, it was like confident we were going to come back and win. I'm not going to say I was like, yeah, we got them right where we want them. But it wasn't like I had this hopeless feeling. But I was like, oh, yeah, we, we can do this. I can see that. And then when, that, when they came out and stopped them that first drive, I go, oh, it's going to happen again. It's going to happen again. You, you, you know. know. Then, oh, go, go, go ahead. ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, I was going to say, like, when we lost to the Steelers, um, five, six years ago with the, with the, 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 the fiasco between Vontez and Adam and right. Joey Porter running on the field. When Jeremy Hill fumbled that ball, I said, there's not a doubt in my mind we're about to lose this game. And Ben couldn't throw that ball more than 20 yards down the field. I said, we're <laughs> going to lose. This, the same thing, when Patrick Mahomes threw that interception that Jesse Bates batted to Von Bell, I said, oh, we got this. Mm. I said, there wasn't a doubt we were going to go down and score. It was the same right. feel. It was the helpless feel I had against Pittsburgh was the confidence, the same confidence I had that we were going to win that game once that interception happened. That, you know what's crazy in Cincinnati? They've already canceled school the Monday after the Super Bowl. You know that? Well, they want everybody that to be able to be watch a, the game. That should be a national holiday, though. It really no school. I do no feel school. like I, I agree with that because you want your kids want to stay up and watch the game. You what know, you mean you a national holiday? Are you kidding time? me? Stop that. A national holiday. Let These the kids, kids need watch. to be in class. <laughs> Listen, Rob, we got a lot of holidays we shouldn't have. Let's be honest. Columbus Day? <laughs> Thanksgiving? Right if we want to be honest? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I guess you're right. Who doesn't want? That's, that's a holiday everyone should agree with. <laughs> <laughs> that's very true. I know you know a lot of current and former Bengals. 
I don't know if you've talked any since this, you know, they got to the Super Bowl, but have you talked to any in the last few years since since Burrow got there? And did they sh- have any shared with you what is special about this guy? Because Rob and I talk about it all the time. Everyone was saying, oh, don't, don't go to yep. Cincinnati. Get out of the draft. Force a trade. Whatever you got to do, don't go to Cincinnati. It'll kill your career. He goes there. He's got swagger. He's got confidence. He changed the culture, and now they're in the Super Bowl. Did any any of the guys share, man, this dude is different. This dude is special. Anything like that? Well, I'll tell you something that hasn't come up. I talked to Hushmanzada, who helped um, work with him before he got drafted. Yep. He said there's something about him. But the one that said something that nobody brought up was Andre Johnson, UC wide receiver with the Texans. I was talking to him right – it was probably two weeks before Burrow got hurt against the Redskins. And he said, he said something that I never thought of. I haven't heard an announcer think of it. He goes, the difference between Burrow and these other um, high draft pick white quarterbacks is the part of the country he's from, Athens, Ohio, it's poverty stricken. And then, even though he wasn't poverty stricken, I mean, his area was. They go, he said his dog's different because he's not this Southern California, I got options, Andrew Luck, I can do this or – I feel like Sam Darnold, he's good at football, but he doesn't love it. I think Burrow, the way he was brought up and the people that the people he was brought up around, their only way out is sports. Similar to like inner city black kids that come out of right. areas where like their only way out. And it's just a, a, a different part of the country, but I go his and when Andre said that, he goes, Yo, his dog's different. He he he's like, I football's it. I'm not gonna be a surgeon. I'm not gonna be a lawyer. <laughs> it's football. Wow. I, that's interesting. That's interesting. It is. It is. And, and it turns And I you never about, thought of that. And look how yeah, he carries right. himself. Right. Yeah. Right. Some people, right, like they don't have, like this was it. And they put everything into it. It's a great story for Cincinnati. We know what kind of sports town. It's a weird sports town. No basketball, no hockey. But people love the Reds and they love the Bengals. And it's going to be a great, great, um, if they win, celebration in that town. I worked there for a couple of years at the Inquirer. Chris grew up, spent some of his years growing up, right, Chris? How many years did yep, you live there? Seven Two or years, three years. Seven years. My, seven years. My father grew up So we up both there. know about Cincinnati, and, I, you know, hopefully that'll be a great thing for you guys. I hope, man. I think it's going to be – this Super Bowl is going to be no different than the playoff. It's going to come down to that last drive, and I, 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 just, I hope Evan McPherson comes in. And just does what he's been doing. Now, I got to say this, though, Gary. Who day? And I get there's a history there, I I guess. I've heard. I don't know. It it hasn't caught on to me like who that. It just, I mean, y'all couldn't come up with a better, like, phrase and chant other than a mantra than who day? Well, you know where it originated, right? No, give it to us. We heard something, right? It's older. Cutipole beer was the beer. Oh, I remember uh, Bowl. Yeah, beer. I remember So when that Super Bowl 16, that run uh, with Kenny Anderson and Pete Johnson, the first run where Montana right. won his first Super Bowl. Right. Um, the stadium will be, the beer guy be walking around with Hudipole beer, and they'd just be like, it was. I guess it was cold and stuff. Like they cut it down, and they just call it it's Hootie beer. They, they cut it off to get oh. the guys going. So the chant kind of originated from the beer. Wow. See, See, like, I did not, I and I remember Udipole. My grandfather used to drink Udipole. I thought, I thought that's what people said when you're in a crowded room after eating a couple of chili dogs. 
Who that? Who did that? Who they? Who yeah. No. <laughs> you don't have to laugh, Gary. We know it wasn't funny. But thanks, yeah. nah, thank that was anyway. brilliant. It was so good. Yes, thank you, Gary. I I'm bet always you trying to incorporate think. that into your act. <laughs> Everything's not I'm funny. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> you did. You after those chili right, dogs, Gary, you passed. Thank you, right. brother. Look, we will. We'll get you on again if the Bengals win. Maybe That's if right. they lose, also, but definitely if they win. I will talk to you guys on Valentine's Day then. All right, they have the Super Bowl. Right. All right, we will see. We will see. And go check out Black Famous on Showtime. That's our man Gary Owen, Celebrity Corner. Keep it locked. I couple Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. All right, I couple. Live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. It is time, folks, for Shekel City. Two. Shekel City. The home base for Rob Parker's daily picks against the spread. That's right, Shekel City. And I'm going to start it off, of course, not yet sponsored by uh, Caesar Sportsbook, but uh, it's in the works. That's all I'm going to say. It's in the works. And, Chris, I'm going to start by saying thank you. I told you. Thank you for talking me out of that big bet <laughs> I was going to make. Remember I told you I was going to bet a couple hundred shekels on the Spurs minus five and a half yep. against the Warriors. You really took my 75% advice? of the t- Yes, I did not you bet You still it. went with it, but you didn't put money on it. No, I didn't like put you, money on it. Right, I, I right. couldn't change it. I'd already made it, put it out right. there. But you know what I mean? But I didn't right. bet shekels on it because wow, you said I'm glad something. I could help. And and you saved me two hundred shekels. Two hundred shekels were saved. But all right, you know what that night, sounds like? Two hundred. That sounds like a pair of Jordans when I get to LA next week. Oh, watch <laughs> I'll say that was uh, one and two last night. But uh, ready to bounce back tonight. All right, here we go. Best bet. I got the Nets minus four and a half. They're playing at the Kings. No Fox again for the Kings. I'm going with, uh, Chris, the Pacers, minus three and a half. They host the Magic. And a college basketball, you ready for this one? Tulane is at Houston in college basketball, Chris. I'm taking Houston, minus 17 and a half. Houston, minus 17 and a half against Tulane. There you go, Shekel City, Nets, Minus four and a half, Pacers minus three and a half, and Houston in college basketball minus 17 and a half. And tonight, Chris, I did put down major shekels on these bets. And remember, oh, really? I'm not telling you who to bet on. I'm telling you who I bet on. One more thing about last night, Rob. What did I say? I said, when I told you, ah, be careful, I said Jordan Poole might go for a 30 piece. Yes. He had 31. Unbelievable. And <laughs> and I looked at that game when I saw Chris later after the show and, you know, right. later I was like, Chris was right. Like, I was afraid. <laughs> and then I said, let me just look at this score because Chris is going to, he talked me out of betting money and, and they're going to drub the Warriors with no players. And when I saw that they actually won, and they won by convincingly. You know, I know you breathe. Right, right. You breathe a sigh of relief. I did. I needed that. All right. Um. We're going to do a quick, take a quick break from the NFL. 
and go to the NBA for a moment. Russell Westbrook, you know, and we know the Lakers are struggling. LeBron, has he been declared out, uh, Rob G? Yeah, he's out tonight. No surprise there. Uh, they play Portland. Um, and I just think the Lakers got to be extra cautious with LeBron's knee. It's just as simple as that. Uh, and make and, sure. And, and quick- Rob, there, there's even this. Let me throw this out to you. All right. I looked up. We know he's been hurt every year he's been with the Lakers, except the bubble year when you got four months off. Three of the four years. That's just fact. And I checked out what are the longest stretches of games LeBron's played with the Lakers. So he played, I might have the years mixed up, but I think the first year he was there, he played 34 straight. Then you had the bubble year. Then he played 29 straight, I think, last year. And then he played 36 or two years ago. He played 36 straight. So it's 20. That was including the bubble year. So it's 29, 34, and 36. Okay. Rob, all of those stretches where LeBron played without a break came at the beginning of the season. After you get the whole offseason to rest and get ready, right? right? So you're good so to there, go for a while, right? What do you think about this? And I'm not saying I would do it. I'm just throwing it out there as food for thought. Should the Lakers play LeBron sparingly for the rest of the regular season? Maybe just, let's say just enough to get in to the, I mean, they hate, they don't want to be in the play-in tournament, but they're probably going to. They're the ninth seed right now, right? So just enough to get into the playoffs, maybe even with a seventh or eighth seed, all right? But then don't play them a ton, and then once the playoffs start, Try to go, you know, hey, he's had his little break. He hadn't he hadn't worn his body down. Maybe now he can play every playoff game. That sounds good. I get what you're saying. It sounds like a plan. But then what you left out is then Anthony Davis will get hurt at the start of the playoffs. Very, very possible. No doubt. And, and, and even more so, as I was just throwing it out, the problem is this, number one, you might not make the playoffs. Right. I mean, they're, they're 24 and 27. And and they're 19 and 17 with LeBron. So what does that mean? They're 5 and 10 without him. And Rob, they don't have enough chemistry. Nope. Like, right? Like I said, 19 and 17, even when LeBron plays, because they don't have chemistry, hasn't played enough with AD and Russ at the same time. So I don't think it will work, but it's just something I've talked about with others. Just should they throw, should they try that? Because nothing else is working. And Russell Westbrook said, hey, let's just get in the playoffs. It's 0-0 at that point and go for what we know. Yeah, that's what you got to say. So good luck with that. Keep it locked.